And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Hello there, everybody, and welcome once again to Greenlight Reviews. My name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And today, Ann, we are going to review a film called Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. Okay. Now, they hyped this film Mm -hmm. with the name of Guillermo del Toro. Correct. They splashed it all over the ads. That's right. And he, of course, directed Pan's Labyrinth, so you thought this was going to be one of his films. He produced the film and he wrote it. He did not direct it. Right. It was directed by Troy Nixie. Uh-huh. This is his first film. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it stars Katie Holmes, Guy Pierce, and Bailey Madison. Mm-hmm. This is a strange film, man. It is. I knew it was going to be a scary film, or I hoped it would. Well. And for the first 45 minutes, I was really intrigued. Everything is shot in the dark. I was wearing glasses and I was squinting to see who was up there on the screen. And I thought, okay, it is scary because what has happened is that this little girl, Sally, played by Bailey Madison, Uh who's been living with her mother all these years, now is sent to live with her father, who is an architect. Mm. He is engaged to Kim, played by Katie Holmes. They are living in this very old, creepy Victorian mansion, and he is remodeling the mansion. He wants to get on the cover of Architectural Digest. That's his whole mission in the movie. Absolutely. Is to make the cover of Architectural Digest. Yes. And, of course, when Sally arrives, she finds that there are strange creatures living in this house who seem to be after her for some reason. Possibly they want to claim her as one of their own. They want to be friendly with her at first. Yes. That's what she thinks. They keep calling out her name through the transoms and the vents in this old home. Now, we never see them for the first 45 minutes or so, and that's scary. And then, Anne, we started seeing them. Mm -hmm. They are little CGI creatures that look like gray frogs with monster faces. And this very scary movie got very, very ridiculous. And silly right around. You know, when we first meet little Sally, she's kind of a morbid, moody kid. And that persona doesn't really change for the two hours. (laughs) That's right. That this movie goes on. And the only thing that really had me shaking in my seat, I had my fish shaking because I was shaking it at the screen as this clueless Guy Pierce, who plays little Sally's real father, is so totally out of it when it comes to listening to his daughter's complaints. I mean, and she really has some legitimate beefs. These creatures have finally shown up. They're tearing at her hair and her clothes, and they're trying to attack her and devour her, etc., etc. And he keeps thinking that it's all in her mind, that she's a disturbed, moody little child, which she is. Yes. So then he carts her off to a shrink, and meantime, he keeps talking about, we've got to get on the cover of Architectural Digest. Then you have a curiously lifeless Katie Holmes playing Kim, the interior designer who's working with Alex to remodel this home. And she's supposed to be the sympathetic maternal figure here who tries to bond with moody, morbid, you know, unhappy little Sally. And unfortunately, she does not quite have the chops to pull off a role like this. I mean, it's a thankless part. She looked and she didn't look particularly happy during this movie. And as I said, little Sally, played by Bailey Madison, she was the unhappiest child I have ever seen on a screen. And then you have these horrifying, stupid little creatures running around. They look like wind-up toys with bad teeth. (laughs) The whole thing about the movie was so silly that it reminded me really much more of a haunted house ride that I might take on a Universal tour out in Hollywood. 
Hollywood. It was just not scary at all. Well, as I say, when I left the theater, finally, I felt the way you did, that this was so silly, so ridiculous, and I hated the CGI stuff. I liked the idea of the story. But we've kind of been there, done that before, too, haven't we, Les? You know, mystery stories, gothic mansion, strange creatures inhabit the place. Excuse me, this is like 101 scary movie writing. Yeah, you know. but, you know, I thought at the beginning that it was done fairly nicely, except I kept squinting trying to see everybody's <laughs> face. I agree with you that Guy Pierce was given the worst role to play. I mean, he was a one-note, negligent father. You know, it's like saying, Daddy, I'm on fire. That's nice, dear. Go play. I mean... It's exactly <laughs> right. You said it. That's a perfect analogy. That's exactly the way Guy Pierce played it, and it was infuriating. But the whole movie, to me, was just two hours of nonsensical Fright Night kind of stuff, and it just doesn't really work. It's too bad. Guillermo del Toro is a very popular fellow. He's kind of the go-to guy these days when it comes to making eerie movies and movies that have odd overtones. This is a cheapo, kind of a B-minus kind of movie, and I just don't think it works. So for me, I'm so sorry to say this. Don't be afraid of the dark. Gets a great big red light. Well, it's not that big a red light than you could see in the dark. Well, there you go. (laughs) I was certainly disappointed with the actors. I was also disappointed with the roles they were given to play because nowhere in the script... And again, it was written by Del Toro and by Matthew Robbins. There was no place in the script where there were any moments of depth for any of these this characters. This is true. This is true. You know, the moody, not very appealing child, the negligent, distant father, and the pretty girl who's trying to be good girl, but dull. she's not. She's kind of dull. <laughs> A very, very dull character. Right. And as I say, I was intrigued by the first part of it, and then I got very disappointed because I was intrigued for a while. I'm not going to give it a red light, but I'm giving it a very, very flickering yellow light because there's just not enough going on that's going to hold anybody's interest. Del Toro, I think, can do better than this. I wish he would keep directing his own movies and not giving them away to somebody else. And whoever came up with the CGI stuff, please stop. Yeah, go back and take another art class. Absolutely. So, a red light and a flickering yellow light for Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. Well, we don't want you to be afraid of the dark because we love to sit in the dark and watch really good movies, and I hope we're going to see one very, very soon so we can come and tell you about them. Until that time, my name's Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews hopes that we'll all meet in the dark and giggle and squirm and nudge each other at the movies. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book, and together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.